Okay, do you drink soup? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it's not my preferred method. But when I get down to like the bottom, if I can't get it into the spoon anymore, I'll I'll polish it off. Heck, heck yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> we broke Chris. He's broken. It finally happened completely. All right. We're done. This Bail. is done. What's up, guys? And welcome to another episode of The Movie Squad. Squad. Our podcast has one simple mission, and that is that we leave no good movie behind. Now, tonight, we are headed west in a car that we cannot afford with a plan that we don't have. And joining me on this road trip are my co-hosts. We'll start with Phil. Phil, man, what's up? And just excited to see you guys again, as always. Dude, I'm I know. Eager. I'm so eager exciting. to talk about nothing and everything with you yes, guys. Yes, I love it. I love it. And that this other is voice, one of, of my is favorite Donnie. things. What? I love this. Dude, I, I know. I know. That's Donnie, by the way. Donnie's not supposed to say Hi. anything until we say his name, but... <sighs> Just Squad. so you know, that's <laughs> if you've listened to us for any time, you know, the person interrupting is always Donnie. And so uh, so it's easier to identify. Um, yeah, dude, this, this is this is a great. This is a great. We, we, we all live. Well, you guys live close now. So for a while, we were we were all at really crazy ends of the spectrum, Florida, <clears throat> Michigan and Texas. So we had this the this triangle. Weird, yeah, the weird we triangle. A nice triangle. Going I've on. driven that triangle. Oh, the thousand mile triangle, dude. None of that. It's None almost that. equidistant. None I've drove that. from Dallas to Michigan to florida mm -mm. or jacksonville i should say mm -mm. back to dallas all dallas. in about a two-week span once no so you headed west with definitely in a with a plan that you didn't have because that that's a terrible idea it's a terrible Did idea not. um but now you guys are closer together which makes me sad but but this is this is still one of the highlights um of, come on of my, man of my week well, we haven't seen each other much this week because i've been on covid lockdown oh that's right covid lockdown my yep. wife has covid that's right. Yep. God bless her. And um, I had everybody wants to tell me that I have it. I don't believe them. Yeah, they're liars. But I might <laughs> cough during this show, <laughs> and I might pass out. So if I do, just just keep going. Fantastic. You will. <laughs> Excuse me. Pass out. L listen, Phil. I want you to know that there is nothing more important to us than this show. So if you pass out, me and Donnie oh, will yeah. continue going. We will not. Oh yeah, your health. Is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will yeah. not even miss a beat. Show must go on. Nope. Show must nope. go on. That's right. So your if I go down, completely irrelevant here <laughs> just prop me up and i'll come back to you that's right that's just right. tell gavin to fill in for you that's right yeah no. he's he's in the room just pull him over he's maybe well i don't know all right listen uh we're man i'm excited about tonight so we're we're just gonna jump in uh tonight was my was my week to pick a movie wait what are you gonna yes, say so how many times have you watched this movie before now like, well how many, how like many times general, you or just this, this the last in, two weeks preparation for the show in preparation for the show i've watched it four times that is a coincidence. Is that how many times you've watched it? That is how many times I watched Ted Lasso. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew Ted we Lasso. couldn't do one That's podcast right. That's without right. you talking about Ted Lasso. Oh, we're going to do a spinoff of this episode of this show. I'm going to do a yes. Ted Lasso spinoff. Yes. And it's just going to be me and Chris because Donnie yes. refuses to watch it. Oh man, it's so good. And um, it is so good. And second season's coming out June, July, 23rd. July. That's right. Oh man, I can't wait. 
Yeah. Super pumped for that. Super pumped for that. Anyway, but yes. We're not talking about Ted Lasso. Four. No, we're not. We're not talking about Ted Lasso. We're talking about the movie that we're here to talk about. It was my we week. Um, we're trying to rotate, so we're going to kind of pick some movie. And when uh, when we talked about this movie, Donnie and I were talking about how much we like it. And then we found out that Phil had never seen it. And seen rather it. than just kick him off the show, which is immediately what I wanted to do. It was the great temptation. <laughs> we decided Why are we to kick make... off the show for not having seen a movie? I'm just kidding. I know because I, I would have been gone a long time ago, but we decided to uh, make him watch it. And that movie is from 2017, Baby Driver. So here are the details. Um, of course, we just said June 28, 2017, the movie came out. Written and directed by Edgar Wright. It stars uh, Ansel uh, Egort, uh, John Hamm, Jamie Foxx, Lily James, and Kevin Spacey. We're going to talk about that in a second. <laughs> Here's the uh, plot. Yeah. If you don't know what the movie is about. So the Hashtag movie follows a young cancel culture. I know. I know the movie follows a young quirky getaway driver in debt to a very powerful crime boss. After meeting the girl of his dreams, he falls in love and plans his ultimate getaway, but not before one last heist. Now, before we talk about the movie, let's get the Kevin Spacey out of the way. So I want to say this. I I was thinking about this as I was watching. I don't think I've watched a Kevin Spacey movie since all the stuff went down. And uh, and 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 I and I want your opinion on it. I felt like I felt a little hard to watch just because of everything. Like just, but he's still so good, man. Like I, I yeah. think he's great. I think he's a great actor. Um, yeah. So I mean, any any Kevin Kevin Spacey? Thought, we're not gonna really talk about him much, but any Kevin Spacey thoughts? Like he was good, right? I didn't oh, he's fantastic. Think, I'm a horrible person, but I didn't think about it one time. While oh, good. Movie. Okay, there you go. Good. See, good. I I'm with you on that. Like I I don't like. I mean, there's a lot of terrible people in the world, and yeah, he got what was coming to him when he got caught doing what he was doing, but this is the past. Like, I mean, if it's yeah. a great movie, it's a great movie. I, yeah. I mean, there's, if you go back through history and art and music and literature, yeah. there's a lot of terrible people, man, that are garbage, but I was going to say, when know, you I, said there's a lot of terrible, I said, yeah, most in Hollywood pop it's populated mostly by most those people. Them, yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. It's like, it's like, can, can we never enjoy the Cosby show again? Can we never listen right. to, yeah. can we never listen to thriller? Like, right. Um, so anyway, oh, don't know. All, all that i mean thrill is amazing anyway all that to be yes. said all that to be said uh kevin spacey was actually uh it, it was refreshing to see him because i haven't seen him i haven't really watched it and, and again i'm not saying that i did that on, like on purpose i just haven't watched him the last time i saw kevin spacey was when i watched uh what's the show he did on netflix the president house of cards house of cards, house of cards. Yeah. and so that was like but he hasn't know, been in anything since no 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 I, no no I, I know but but i'm just saying like i haven't even watched anything old that he has been in i just haven't mm. seen him until watching this again and i just was reminded and he's really good he is have you a, seen seven chris really good yes oh he's great in seven okay um oh, yeah i know why i didn't see this movie at the theaters by the way wait well why because i was trapped this is crazy like i just realized this while we were talking about it and i don't mean to get us off the kevin spacey subject but the year that I drove the tech, the, the triangle. Oh, was the year this came out? Was that year, that week, <laughs> that week. That's funny. I was driving to Florida. Yeah. June of, of 2017. Very nice. Cause June 26th was my anniversary of that year. What's well, that? It's my anniversary every year. And we were in Midland <laughs> and we left here and we drove to Jacksonville. That's crazy. Wait a That's second. Wait, wait. So you are saying that you are actually baby driver. I'm saying, I could have seen this movie in the theater with Donnie. 
you, what you're saying What's is you your... could have been in the, you could have been yes. in this movie. I drove through Atlanta. <laughs> what you're saying really though is for your anniversary you went to Jacksonville. <laughs> okay. We uh, we apologize, Carrie. If you're no, for my anniversary apologize. that year, I was supposed hey, to see I Brian Regan live, but it got canceled. I love Jacksonville. Don't get me wrong, but it's not exactly an anniversary mecca. Let's be clear. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about. I know the movie. we have some Jville listeners. Let's, so let's talk about. Oh yeah, we definitely commenting. have. Some. Yes. Yeah. Shout out. Uh, yeah. To the nine oh four. All right. Listen. Um, so let's do this. All right. Before we, before we jump into, cause I have a ton of things to talk about because I love this movie. Oh, great. Uh, let's talk about, let's talk about first experience. So I saw this in the theater. We just heard Phil didn't, uh, Donnie, do you, do you see it in the theater? I did not. I saw okay. it on uh, video. Okay. Okay. I saw it um, twice and I watched it twice for this. Okay. So I saw it in the theater twice because I had wow. no idea what it was. Um, and, and I ended up going to to see it um, mostly because i like edgar wright and um and i was completely blown away and so i went again with friends i actually went the first time by myself then i went again with a couple of friends because i thought it was great um so uh my initial impression i mean from the time i walked out of the, the, the theater i was in love with this movie i mean donnie i assume you felt the same way oh this movie's liked it it's fantastic i mean i love this movie so donnie how many times have you seen this movie you said two in before. I and saw two it in two before, and I saw it two in prep. So four times, same amount of times I've seen Ted Lasso. Just don't say anything with the number four anymore. All right, just I just will make, never make watch another... the show if you guys keep pushing me. I'm gonna I'm gonna shy away until you stop pushing, and then one day when you're done pushing, I'll pop it in and be like, okay, it's all right. All right, no more Ted Lasso talk. Let's talk I, baby driver. So Phil, I, who yes. is Edgar, who is Edgar Wright? Okay. Did I not? Are, I didn't this, do my homework. We're going. <laughs> I mean, that's serious. Okay. He's right. a kid. Well, He's a baby driver, I presume. Scott, so, no, Scott no, no, Pilgrim no. Versus no. the world. Yes. Never seen it. Right. Oh, that's a great movie. So Edgar Wright is is oh. is a director. He's a writer and director. I mean, he, okay. he I think he does. He has done some acting, but um, he's known for Shaun of the Dead. It was like that was his Never first. Seen it. See, I haven't either. But that was his first like slam dunk. So he did he did Shaun of the Dead, he did Hot Fuzz, and he did The World's End, which are all three with uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Right. It's a trio. And they're it's referred a to and the, Cornetto, the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah, yeah I've seen none called. of them. Okay. Now, they're, they're all three. They're all great. They're not, they're they're not connected. I mean, they're not like the same people. They're playing different people in each mm -hmm. one. No, no, no. But, totally but, different. But they are shared actors and stuff. Um, And uh, everything from them has been great uh, um the first movie that i saw of his was scott pilgrim versus the world which is based on a graphic novel um which basically is about a guitar player in a band who falls in love and in order to uh to date this girl he has to defeat her seven evil ex-boyfriends and it's well, like a well and a date, girlfriend dates yeah dates yeah, seven ex dates um, seven X. and so it's kind of like a it's kind of like a video gamey um i've seen clips uh, yeah it, i've it, just it, never it, seen it, the whole movie yeah it's, it's, it's really it's good really, it's a really good movie yeah it, it's kind of like a a less stupid more video game version of napoleon dynamite um and, I, and i'm and i'm for it huh Wait, are you, you gonna not, you, do you not you like call napoleon, napoleon dynamite, dynamite no 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 no, no, no i'm just saying like like napoleon dynamite napoleon. is just like like it's stupid like it's just the, the stuff that they do is just really stupid like oh, scott yeah. pilgrim is not is not like there it's the same kind it takes of dry, itself more seriously yeah dry comedy like like 
like just self-aware yeah. comedy sometimes, but it's not stupid. Yeah, it's, That's good. I mean. that, it's good stuff. Who's that? Who's Scott Pilgrim in that? It's not uh, Mike, Michael Sierra. Mike, Michael Sierra, yeah. It was him. Yes. Yep. It was. Yep. Uh, Brie Larson's from, in that. Uh, Chris Evans is in that. Uh, Brandon Rouse in that. Um, it's oh, a great so it's cast. kind of a career maker. Yeah, it, it, it's really good. So then he did, so he actually wrote the original treatment for Ant-Man for Marvel. That's right. And he he wrote the first draft of Ant-Man, but due to creative differences, he walked away from the project. So the actual Ant-Man that came to the theater wasn't his final vision, even though, even though he did get writing credit on it. And some of the stuff is definitely from his original take, but they, they took it into a different direction. So he never he did, seen it. That would have been, you did see Ant-Man. I'm just <laughs> trying to get you going. <laughs> Oh so Ant-Man was in 2015 and then we get 2017 which is Baby Driver so that's where we are uh, but he's just uh, Edgar Wright's just kind of a quirky comedy um, director but th- yes. but not, not all his other movies are not musical so so let's so let's just start there um, th- how, how, the music of this movie is amazing this like, movie it's, it's is ama- music it's music it's like, it's like consider, one giant music video you would consider this movie a musical no, no, I wouldn't say that. Oh, okay. It, oh, in the in the special features on the Blu-ray, they call it a bank robbery musical. Oh, that's everything. Funny. Everything in this movie, they actually film it to the music. Yeah, everything. The gunshots, the gunshots, way people walk, cuts. when they put money on the table. Yeah, it's all to trunks a closing. Mm-hmm. It is all to the rhythm of the music. It yeah. is a bank robbery musical. It is all about sound and music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's but fantastic. there's a mute guy in it. Th- th- there is, yes, true. Who I think that's part of the vibrations and <laughs> yeah, and, oh. yeah. He puts his hand on the speaker. But it's everything. If you John Bernthal, come on, John Bernthal's in this. Not movie? enough, John Bernthal. So good. In this movie. No, I, I agree with Very that. Very brief. But this is yeah. really early for him. Um, uh, not really early, but like he, I don't think he, he isn't the person he was now then i don't think um, that was your post walking and... dead oh yeah i guess so yeah um, come on chris i don't i don't watch walking dead when i, I saw him in the cares. first scene in the opening uh, you know scenes yeah i i presumed uh, when i saw the credits and i saw bernthal's name and john ham's name and jamie fox's name but jamie fox wasn't in that first crew i was i was trying to figure out how they're going to bring all those people back together and i was surprised that they did not bring bernthal Bernthal back back into the into the movie yeah he's in it very briefly he's so good and he's super good in this yeah even though he's he's briefly in it like he's he's great cool guy um the whole cast of this movie is fantastic oh they're so good Uh, all of this no i agree yeah no what i was going to say about about music if you so if you john bernthal when he gets out of the elevator um, right. He makes a comment about mommy and daddy making out. And then he's like, and then John Han asks him, where do you get off? And he's like, right. Bing, Ding. Here. And it's on the beat. They do that again. They come back to that again. Whenever uh, doc goes to uh, baby's house, his apartment, and he talks about the stairs. He's like, no, we have an elevator. <laughs> so he goes and pushes the elevator. And then, and then I forget exactly what doc's words are, but doc says something right as the elevator bings. And then he walks yeah. out and then there's the scene where they do the 360 at the restaurant, wherever, whenever baby and Deborah are, are together and they, they pan it around with, with the music right to the time where you, you have a, you have a hi hat 
right where um, they look at Doc and Doc holds up his drink and kind of is like, bing. And so you, you just, like, it's just so, so great. It's just so good. The music cues in this movie are fantastic. And the song selection is great. So let, let's start there. Your, do you have a favorite song from the movie? Whoever favorite song. I like the first one. Bell Bottoms is pretty dang Bell Bottoms, good. Is, yeah, Bell Bottoms is good. How? Okay, let me ask you. Let me ask is you. Is that this. the one that he's actually driving away from the bank to? No, 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 well, no, no. It's it's where it's he well it is, one. but it's the opening <laughs> scene, and he's sitting in the car, uh-huh. and he's just totally kind of stoic, just sitting there. He's like banging the on the door. Kind of <laughs> no, no, no. Before that, before, oh, before that, all yeah. that, and he just all of a sudden he's like, ah, and yeah, he starts singing, and yeah, then it's yeah. like, and then he's singing to the wipers, and he's drumming and i was it. surprised by that i know you don't know what's going on you're like what's wrong with this dude and then it's yes. like oh well yeah. just going it's- into the movie i didn't know what to expect mm-hmm. and so i thought he was uh, i was immediately surprised by baby's um i don't know what the word is but like how act like i just assumed the whole movie he would be very quiet he wouldn't say much at all and he wouldn't be very responsive like he'd be pretty stoic throughout the movie but you, as as soon as you're introduced to him, he's very dynamic, and he gets you know. Yeah. I mean, he, he's. I was but, surprised. But by that. mostly when he's by himself, he isn't yeah. like that in the group right. setting. So right. it's yeah. just when he's walking across the street to get coffee by himself. When he's in the car by himself. Yeah. When he's with his to his music. Yeah. To, to his, his music. music. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. dancing around and yeah. He even um, says <laughs> to the girl. He says to the girl to Deborah. He says. I've said more to you tonight than I've said to anybody else in a year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. He, he's yeah. not real social. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I, I do agree with that very first scene. You don't really know what you're getting into. Cause he, he almost comes across as like super autistic maybe, or um, yeah. like, like so, something, you know, something right. mentally just different. And, and, and I think that it's, it's, it's smart because I think the movie plays to that with Bernthal, you know, coming up and being like, you know, is he slow or like, is there something wrong with him? Cause he's, he's now experiencing him with the audience. Like, right. We, we're in the same category because Bernthal, you don't meet the team, right? Doc, Doc says later, he never does a, a job with the same team. So it was the first time that he had, had ever met baby. So he's asking the same questions we're asking, like, is this dude all right? Like what's going on? I yeah. love that interaction with them, by the way, when he slaps, when, when, when he takes the glasses off and he turns around and he's talking and he puts another pair of glasses on and then he slaps them off and then, and then he puts another pair on. I just, yeah. I love it, man. Or- so where does he get all the sunglasses and iPods? He gets them from the cars that he steals. From the cars he steals, so, yeah. Yeah. So good. So, so good. Yeah. He's got a ton of them. He's got, yeah. How many I iPods does he have? He has like 50 of them laying on his table. Yeah. So good. iPods. So, good. So, does he, iPod. uh, so does he just adapt whatever playlist is on the ones when he steals them? Or does he modify his, his you know what I'm saying? Like, does he... I took it as he modified him with his own music. I guess. See, I know. I See, I, I, I don't. Be, I, 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 I would went the, I would the, the opposite. Yeah, I just think, I just no, think he finds be. the songs that he likes because if you, if you'll remember, so, and, and so, so there's a couple of things. So if you remember, um, the second time when he comes back. Uh, or no, it's actually the third time when Ham and J- and Jamie Foxx are there together, and Ham goes over and is like, "What's the song?" You know, like like what is? And, yeah. he, and he's like, "Bright your." Yeah. What does he call it? Your speed I forget, song? I forget, yeah, yeah, whatever it something. is. Yeah. yeah, but he's like Brighton Rock, and he's like, "Do you have it?" And he and he and he's like, "I have it on this one." Right. So like that's if he true. was if he yeah. was controlling it, he would probably have it on all of his devices. No, but I, but, but I think he, I think he just has it um like that. The the other thing that 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 I, that I think kind of leans to that is when he's talking about Deborah from T Rex, um at the, at the cafe he calls him Trex, 
right? Yeah. So, so it, it, he it doesn't know this. He doesn't group. know. He just picks he just up knows and the he's song. just like, yeah. And he sees the name. And he's like, oh, I guess it's Trex. Wow. You know, so that makes sense. Yeah. God, I love this movie. I should have watched that, this that movie whole... four times. <laughs> well, the, you know, you could have if you were watching Ted Lasso four times. So up with the Ted. I, I was being it. an evangelist. I was I was winning the, people over. The interaction though between um uh buddy and uh and baby with that song that queen song brighton rock oh, so good foreshadows the end when they end up battling each other to that very song yeah they're sitting there yeah. listening to it together sharing uh ear you know the earbuds yeah and then and then later the same song they're they're yeah. trying to kill each other yeah and it's it's kind of an interesting contrast so i thought that was cool yeah i so i i found the i found the dynamic with john ham really great and so uh, and, I, and i'll tell you i actually thought the very first time i saw this the movie i i actually thought john ham was going to turn out to be the good guy i thought that especially in the scene right when baby's gonna leave and and, and they and what's great about this is is they do Edgar Wright does a great job of like setting these seeds from the very beginning when he gets off the elevator and John Han turns around and he says, baby, when Doc calls you next time, don't answer. And then, and then you get the scene where he's going to leave to go meet Deborah towards the end of the movie. And John Han's like, if you're just in this for, for the rush, like drive away and don't come back. And I think he would have really let him go. And so even up to that point, I was like, okay, Jamie Foxx is the bad guy. And like John Hamm is gonna gonna somehow you know you know turn and like help baby escape or or what like uh, up until that point that's what I thought I thought John Hamm was going to be the good guy at the end either you know sacrificing himself for for baby or or helping baby get away or whatever and when they kill darling spoil oh I mean guys you know this we're gonna spoil this entire movie when they kill darling and John Hamm loses his crap like I, yeah. I I was not expecting it and I thought it was such a great such a great twist. Um, that scene when when she dies and he's got the the right the uh the machine gun whatever in his hand he fires to the beat all those shots are to the beat of the song that's playing so and they did that on purpose when they were filming it here's the thing about this movie i didn't know this until i watched the uh, some of the stuff but he has an editor on set and they edit it while they're Mm -hmm. shooting which is very unusual so like they're actually playing it to the music on the set and making sure on the spot that this is matched up just how we want yes. to be. And, and so it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But, and the uh, characters are wearing, the actors are wearing earwigs. So they hear the music that they're playing. Yeah, they can, to. They're, they're all playing to it. Yeah. Which is, which is great. It's pretty. So along those lines, there are two would be really fun. Yeah, I think so. Like, I think if you were the cast and you were working on like, that would be a really memorable experience. Yeah. Well, I, the stunt drivers yeah. even talk about how they're filming a, the car chase to music. Yeah. And the guy's like, it's pretty crazy, but it was kind of fun, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. And so, it, I mean, it's and, so be. Edgar Wright comes in and he's got this. He says that he built the whole movie on a song that he heard when he was a kid. And he had all those years he was going to write a movie to that song as a, as a chase song. And that's what it ended up being. So it was all yeah. about the music, the whole thing about Yeah, that. 22 years. So um, there were two scenes. There were only two scenes that extended beyond the song that he had written for them. 
but um and so they did it in two different ways so the first one was the um the highway chase where they have to get out of the car with the mike myers mask we'll come to the back to that um and then they had to go and and take the pregnant uh, or the lady with the baby take her car and if you'll remember baby gets in the car and he reverses the song the whole yeah, entire like, reason, oh, I need to go back. yeah, the whole entire reason that's there is because in order to finish the scene, they needed more time of the song, and so right. they wrote it into the script so that they could finish the scene in time with the song, which is brilliant. And then, um, and then the other one is the scene where they all go to the diner um, towards the end, uh, and uh, all the four you know people. This is when they go there, and he's like, "I hate that place. It sucks." Yes, yeah, that, yeah that, and then they that yeah. scene. So he comes in. I forget the song. So he comes in with um, "Something's Wrong with My Baby." That song, um, that's playing. It's like a slow song, and then and then it cuts to, and I forget, I forget the other song, but but there there's a midway point where it kind it, it kind of. It, it basically just just cuts to a different song because the, because something wrong with my baby wasn't long enough for the scene and so they ended up just kind of mashing it up with another song so that that's two songs playing um i i, I thought I, I didn't write it down but anyway so that, that that's kind of cool <clears throat> the music's great before we transition i just want to note that chris is deftly plugging home depot subliminally every time i know i i, I keep here. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. So I have, I have my. This episode on. brought to you by Home Depot. Home Depot. So I have my, I have my blur on because my garage is a mess. You know, we're getting ready to move. So everything behind me are Home Depot boxes. And for some yeah. reason, when I put my hand up like this, it thinks that I'm trying to point to Home Depot. So, yeah, beautiful. I am brought to you tonight by Beetlejuice. And That's right, Robocop. Robocop, which have nothing to do. Classic. <laughs> Hey man, Arnold is Arnold's gone. Robo's cops getting out of a car. That's right. That's true. Robo cop is getting out of a car. And and in Beetlejuice, they die in a car. They die in a car wreck. So come on, how about that? Okay, let's uh, let's walk through a couple things um, uh, in the movie. Let's let's start with um, let's start with the opening openings. Well, first off, let's start with the driving. So Edgar Wright actually um, called. uh what's the oh crap uh george miller no that's not that's not right is it who's the uh who's the um the uh mad max mad max guy george miller george oh i was right okay so he he actually consulted george miller on on the on how to shoot practically basically the entire car scenes they're all real like like Hmm. yeah they're all done. They're all practical, practical. Shots. The only CGI that, it, that it's involved in them is replacing the stunt drivers with the real people or with the actors. But the actual driving itself is all legit, like driving, which is amazing. So let's start with the opening scene. The opening how do they scene, do that? So how do they do that? Do they, do they wear, do they just use CGI to erase their faces or do those guys wear like green suits? No, I, I think... Well, um, Oh, go ahead, the Adam. actors drove the actors did drive a lot in a lot movie of it yeah themselves. Yes. yeah yeah but yeah I, I it's like i don't know like remember terminator 2 when you could see the stuntman on the motorcycle and they went back in on video and they totally just took his face off and stuck in yeah. you know arnold's face on i don't know i guess that's what they do now i just didn't know that yeah with yeah. technology now i didn't know how they I, th- I, th- I think a lot of times it's um yeah it, it's it, it's like that it's it, it's either you know they kind of dress the part um and they just kind of cgi people, the face out we can make yeah. people younger now so i guess uh, why not do true. that it's like it's got to be pretty easy 
that's true the opening scene is one of the best opening scenes i think i've ever seen the uh the subaru the subaru drive uh that red car i mean i love that it's red it's like it's just a stark red um i love that they don't they don't really up until you get to like the really souped out dodge charger at the end pretty much every every car in this in this movie is like just average car you know which yeah, yeah. which i kind which i kind of dig um but yeah the whole the whole three red cars you know and the overpass that like cool, that. Yeah. oh man that whole thing so is cool. so great oh my gosh the it, when they're in the when they're in the car at, at the bank and they run the the three run back when they after they rob and they get in the car and and john uh bernthal he let he like goes like this and he hits and he, <laughs> and hits he goes reverse, reverse. <laughs> he's like I love the physical, uh, the physicality, like, uh, you know, he, he's, he's basically Bruce Lee with a car, you know, you have, you have the scene where he, he, uh, he was, he's able to turn and hit the road spikes out of the way oh, so yeah, the yeah, cop yeah. hits it and then and then in the second heist he actually hits that cart he he, yeah. he flips that cart that cart smacks the i mean that dude had broken bones at some point because that dude got jacked up um so uh so yeah i i really like how how they kind of made the car almost like an extension of baby like that's his that's his his weapon of choice which is yeah which is really funny. It's just a great opening. They 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 get the you know they, they finally get get away. They jump into the car. Uh, uh, Darling drives and baby sits to the passenger side. And then you get you know you get the splash screen. Baby driver. Like this is the, you, this is the movie you came in for. So good. Did you catch the credit scene? You probably did. That the lyrics to the song he's dancing to when he goes to the coffee shop are written on the buildings. Yeah. So okay. So that so that's next to my notes. By. And I and I wanted to talk talk about that. Phil, did you see that? Sounds familiar. So not every lyric, but when he's most going of the key to, words um, are popped up. Yeah. It's uh what Har- Harlem Shuffle. The song is Harlem Shuffle. And uh and move it to the left. That that song. Is that- um so it's like on the different poles, you have like whoa, 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 <laughs> which is great. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, I, th- I thought it was cool. That also if you'll notice when he goes into the coffee shop to get the coffee, um, there's on the on the wall behind him, there's a heart that's black. And then, and then he sees uh, Deborah walk by, and then when it kind of when he circles back around, the heart's red now. Um, it's oh, it's wow. good. No, but I that. that was at the beginning. Yeah, when he it in, was after the, of the coffee shop chase. Yeah, when he's chasing. Coffee. Yeah, and then he go and then when he, he goes, goes and gets coffee. octane coffee or whatever. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, which Deborah by then? the way, yeah, he sees Deborah. Yep. While he's waiting for the coffee, he sees he her walks walk by, by outside. Yeah, I totally missed that. Yeah. Come on, go watch it four times. Yeah, so, stop watching Ted Lasso. Let me just say that um, that uh, that coffee store employee, that guy made coffee faster than anybody I've ever seen. That oh, was it, the fastest oh, coffee crazy. made ever. Yeah, he's like, boom, four coffees, bam, here they are. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let, but 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 I, I, want, I do want to talk about the opening scene because um, up until this point, the first time you watch it, I, I don't know that you know what kind of movie this is going to be, right? right. So we we get the scene where he's kind of being a big doof in the car by himself. And then we have a killer chasing, which is legit great. And then you have this dancing <coughs> coffee scene where he says his name is Baby, and there are words written in graffiti everywhere. And uh, I wasn't sure. Like, how, how do you feel about? Like, I, I feel like that that opening is uh, not the opening, but that that coffee scene almost doesn't fit in the movie. You think? Yeah, but he. So I think it doesn't. It if, again, I'm not a. I'm not a a four viewer 
but doesn't the coffee thing it plays later like coffee is his thing because he's going to get coffee yeah when he tries to tell them he's leaving so is it just a tool to kind of set it up like that's a thing he does to calm down for these heights or whatever yeah i was gonna say the same thing to me he's got to keep his composure in the car and then that's his wind down it's like i'm gonna just kind of let it out and go get the coffee, dance around, let off some steam. That's kind of how I read it too. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't I don't I don't mean so much like him, but I mean like the the graffiti and like the like the extra just the visual. work. Like it just seemed because we don't do that anywhere else in the movie. There's yeah, nowhere else in the movie that does like prop work like that. But it's the credit scene. I mean, it's like it's kind of its own little thing anyway, you know. Yeah, I guess so. That's how I see it. I, I, like, it I don't, I don't, ma- I'm not mad at it. I just, I you feel seem like, mad. You seem like I, you I, I'm, down. I'm, I'm down. furious. I'm furious. The, um, I just, I, I, I don't know. That, that's the only part of the movie that I feel like doesn't necessarily flow with everything else because it's such a visually different thing than they do at any other point. I just, I feel like that maybe we should have got at least one more scene or something like that happened. I, 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 I'm going to walk that back. There, there's a couple like the laundromat. You get the, you get the record in the laundromat. Um, so maybe, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. You also all right. get all You're the crazy. laundry. I am crazy. Colors. Yeah. Yellow, red. That's right. That's it's right. Like, that's right. Who has that uh, many fun, uh, color clothing? Fun note since you brought up the laundry. Um, so <laughs> oh, they, uh, there, there were only two sets in the entire movie. Anybody want to take a guess what they were? If you don't, if you if you don't know, two actual sets. actually like built sets, like not real. Oh, places. you mean like they didn't film on location? They used yeah the warehouse, so the warehouse gonna, room, not the warehouse. You're gonna say the laundromat? The, no, not the laundromat. Oh. No, no. <laughs> this so, was so, a total, uh, <laughs> total job. Right uh, how about the apartment? So the apartment, the apartment was a set. Okay. It was it was that built he shares with Lou, with the grandpa, uh, and the and the diner. And the diner, Joe. The diner. Joe is the guy's name. Joe, Joe, the foster yeah. dad. Um, everything else is is was shot on location at a real place, and so the the uh, the laundry mat they didn't have like there's no switch to keep the laundry going. So they, they just had the crew between every take go in and put quarters in all of the machines. They had to keep oh, doing yeah. that while they shot at the laundry mat. I thought nice. it was funny. That's crazy. Yeah, that's so good. I, I love. <laughs> by the way, I love the laundry mat scene. Um, I love the the Deborah song from from T- from Trex. From um, Trex. And uh, and I love their kind of conversation, dude. I God, I love this movie. I think. L- let me just say this. I think this movie is flawless. Like I I, I think I fan i wrote in my notes i wrote there's nothing not to like about baby driver it's 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 it the the word i would use for this movie is immersive it's it just sucks you in yeah and you're just like what is happening but i'm loving it the whole time it just Hmm. you're in totally surprised donnie likes this movie i'm not gonna lie yeah, yeah. What is your take? You, you haven't given us your take. Yeah, on Phil, what, what do you think? Well, I've seen it four times, so it's hard. I liked it oh. a lot. I thought it was great. Yeah. I, I, I uh, tried to watch it a second time with Try. Gav, my son. <laughs> well, I wound up watching Ted Lasso. <laughs> ah. oh, the wrong choice, by the we way. We were up, uh, and I was like, let's watch something. And I was telling him about Baby Driver, and he was like, I'm intrigued. That sounds really good. And then I was like, yeah. And but it's no Ted Lasso. Something else. <laughs> Did you watch it by yourself or did, did Carrie watch it? I did. It I watched it alone. Okay. I, uh, I'd like to get Carrie's, <laughs> Carrie's take on it. 
think she would have liked it. Yeah. I I think it's she would have found it fun. Uh, I sold it to her as like a romance story. Tried to get her to watch it with me as well. She probably yeah. will. I think and they'll both is. watch it with I me. I think it is. Uh, no, I really liked it. I, I, again, I didn't know exactly what I was getting into. I knew it was a heist movie. Um, I wasn't certain how it was. I didn't know. I, like it didn't necessarily conform to tropes and which is nice, right? Like it's a little bit yes. refreshing, but not in such that's a contrived right. way. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like right, period. Yeah. Like it didn't feel like you got to the end and you're like, okay, that was just some, it wasn't like M night just trying to make something different yeah it was like it it still told a cohesive story it got you to a place and it and like you know he goes to jail and she waits for him on the other side like i really thought even that they were going to get him out right like he was gonna all the positive referrals and all the stuff you know he was gonna (coughs) excuse me covid (coughs) yeah but um that um that, I want you know, I, I, I on parole our, or like a like not parole but like on a probation or whatever. But no, they put him in jail for five years and um and then yeah, it, it doesn't. So I thought it was quite... realistic, oddly realistic. Yeah, yeah. I well, but yeah, I I thought I love the driving scene, love the opening chase scene with the red cars. It was great. Um, I, I did see Jamie Foxx's death coming. Yes. Um, well, they kind of telegraphed. Yeah, yeah, when they pull up like, to that rebar, I was like, "Oh, they show it like about three times." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, did. "Come on, that's a little too much, man." They yeah. should Agreed. not have. I think yeah. if they had not shown us the rebar at all, it would have been crazy. We would have been blown away yes. when. Oh yeah, it happened. We'd have yeah. been like, "Holy crap!" Yes, he's gonna fight his way out. He's yeah. not just gonna run away. Yeah, I agree. Anyway. I, I I definitely agree with that. Because oh, also know. on that scene when uh, Buddy drags him out of the car, and he's like, "What did you do?" And he's like, "I moved." Because <laughs> remember, Jamie, the yeah. bats is yelling, "Move, move!" And he's oh, like, man. "I moved." Dude, there's some, there's some great, like, there's some great just dialogue. Like, it's this movie is so well. This movie is flawless. This movie is it's so well right, man. Who I know the kid, by the way. So well, we're talking about casting. We know everybody in this movie except Baby. I don't know that guy. Oh yeah, so he he's he's gonna be in uh, West Side Story, um, the new uh, Steven Spielberg oh, doing West Side oh. Story. Oh, I hate you! <laughs> I don't know who he is. I um. <coughs> so he uh, let's see. Um, is he a jet or a shark? Uh, I I I don't I don't. Uh, he's the lead guy. What what is that? What I is don't that? know. I never saw West Side Story. Is this West Side I've Story? Watched. Is this is this Baby Driver Two, the West Side Story? No. Edition? No, but by, by the way, since you bring that up, Edgar Wright is working on Baby Driver Two. I did see when looking at some things about this movie that there's a there's so so the girl who plays Deborah, I guess, also sings for real. Like she's done some recording work. Uh, yeah, yeah. She she was also Cinderella. And- and in the live action remake, but one of her albums is listed as the Baby Driver Two soundtrack. Oh, great! So I'm guessing, yeah, go Deborah. They're all going to be there. Go it's Deborah. De- yeah, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely happened. So, um, let's see. So, so your boy here uh, was in the Divergent Fault series. in Our Stars, Fault in Our Stars, and then he was in he he was the that was his first big break. I, I guess was Fault in Our Stars, which is some like cancer the, cancer the romantic boyfriend movie. in cancer in in Fault in Our Stars. Yes, Barf. the main guy. You don't? Did you, you watch love that, that movie? movie, Phil? I read the book. 
Oh, it's terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. I don't remember if I watched the movie. I read the book. I would never ever. I like John Green. Not gonna happen. Not. Yeah, I have happen. a question. He has a podcast, or like he does a. He he does a mental plug floss. other podcasts. On he our does podcast. mental floss videos, and they're this hilarious. is the only podcast that exists. Stop telling no me other podcast more. matters. <laughs> Except for the question. one I'm starting about Ted Lasso. <laughs> and I'm going to be guest, guest uh, starting on that one as well. It takes place during this show. I'm, I'm out. One more <laughs> and I'm out. So I'm not telling I have a you serious need to question. watch it. I'm just telling I you. I have a serious question right, about this movie. Who is the bad guy in this movie? Is it Jamie Foxx? Is it John Hamm? Is it Kevin Spacey? It's crime. Is it? any of them yeah I, I don't really think we have they're all bad guys yeah even baby is even baby's a bad killer guy. yeah well, yeah well I, I don't i don't i wouldn't call like it killer. jamie fox i would call him a criminal well that's true he does well but him. yeah but i mean that he was pulls the trigger on um john ham but he shoots buddy but doesn't kill him so but kevin he, spacey he twice, actually, actually yeah. What's Kevin Spacey? Doc, right? Doc? Doc, yeah. So Doc is a real wicked dude, obviously. He drags him back in. It's like the whole Godfather 3. Just when I thought I was getting out, you dragged me back yeah. in. You know? So he brings him back in, which is terrible, because he's baby's got his whole life laid out. He's like, oh, I'm out of here. I'm free. And then he brings him back in. But then at the end, he takes care of baby. Like, baby yeah. comes back to him and is like, I need your help. I got to get out of here. And he gives him you know the tape and he gives him money and he's like gives him the car key even so it's like him how to get away yeah yeah he gives him the whole plan he's like you know i was in love once and so i mean he's kind of i wouldn't it's not a redemptive arc because he's a terrible human but it's a little bit of one i feel like bats is probably the most bonkers (laughs) all-in bad guy in this movie like he just has no redeeming qualities at all i get the Um, impression that bats kills everyone he works with I think he says that. He says, "Did yeah. we meet before?" No. Yeah. Well, that's no. Are, you, alive. are you alive? Yes. So I guess we didn't meet before. So let's we can, can we? Since we're talking bats, let's talk about that shootout scene. Okay, hang on. Wait yes. before, before we talk about that. I, wait, hang on. I, I want to defend bats for a second. I actually think bats is a pretty good guy. Like, 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 I, I, he's I don't sociopath, think, dude. I mean, he's crazy. No, 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 no. I, I, I understand that he's crazy, but like, he has a couple scenes with baby where he's like trying to, you know, tr- teach him, you know, like, like, like this, like this, like the scene when he's talking about getting feelings after he misses his shot in the gun. And he's like, Hey man, when you catch feelings in this line of work, that's when you catch a bullet. Yeah, but he's also aiming a shotgun at him know. while he says it. I, I, I mean, he's definitely crazy. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I don't, like, I, I think in his way, he is trying to look out for Baby. And then you even see it when he's going to go kill Deborah, and Baby grabs the gun, and he looks at Baby, and he's like, okay, all right, I see what's happening, and he walks out. Like, I mean, I, I think... But he was literally about to go shoot that girl. Yeah. Well, no, I know. He's a psycho. I mean, yeah, he's... <laughs> There's like no he's not just a bad him. guy. Like he's not just a criminal. I don't know about that. He's a horrible human. Like I don't know. Yeah. He's, he's one of those people. And I got what you're saying. Like he's kind of trying to take this young kid under his wing. But the only thing he's trying to teach him is how to get by in the underworld. Yeah. To like, be to be a bad a bad person. I, now, I will say this it. though. Jamie Fox, who I've not seen a lot of Jamie Fox movies, um, uh, is great in this. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think everybody a, a, is great in this. I agree. 
I'm not a Jamie Foxx fan, but it, he's really good in this movie. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the shootout. Sorry. Um, the shootout. Did but did Doc know they were dirty cops? I think so. Or yeah. was he just portraying to to bats that no no he's in control? Yeah, because he had the code word bananas. Remember, and the guy that lived comes at the end at the elevator, and he's like bananas. Like he, he, yeah, those were his guys for real. Okay. Then my second question is why do they go through with it? They just mowed down a bunch of cops. You know, there's this whole conversation about how the, they're going to, the city's going to be crawling with cops. Yeah. In 24 hours. Like, are these guys not smart enough? And again, I know the movie's flawless, but just, you know, got to pick <laughs> something apart. Is, are they not smart enough to know when to not go through with it? Like, don't they have a, like, doesn't it seem like they should have just been like, uh, no, we got to walk away. There's like, I always feel like that, and they even connote it in the movie, that line of work is filled with superstition. And yeah. I just feel like those, every one of those dudes just walks away. There's well, no that, way. I think that's actually kind of addresses that though, because when, when uh, Doc mm -hmm. says we're gonna we're gonna all split up and go home, I, Bats is like, no, those dudes were all kind of independent. They're all dead. Nobody knows anything about them. They're not gonna know before we pull the job off because yeah. they're dirty cops anyway. I mean, and so. <clears throat> sure. And by the way, do either of you know who Paul Williams is? The guy in white that he shoots. No, he's no, a. Really. He is was he a, a singer. No, no, not that. He's not the little person, but he was a bit. He was a singer, I think, way back in like the sixties and seventies. Pretty popular guy back then. He oh, was in funny. one of the Smokey and the Bandit movies. But oh, there's okay. there's singers all through this movie. A lot of the actors are singers. Yeah, I know that the people at the bar with uh, at the restaurant with Doc yeah. were singers. Well, yeah. Flea, Flea is one of the yeah guys. He's isn't he, what is he from? Pearl Jam? No, <clears throat> no, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh. Red Hot Chili Peppers, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and there and yeah, the JD guy, he's like a drummer or something. It's a bunch Ooh, of them scattered throughout. The Asian dude with oh, yeah, all the, the winds up in the trunk. Yeah, the guy in the hat, trunk. The hat, guy, which the guy. by by the way, fun fun <laughs> fun note, fun note. That was actually uh, Edgar Wright didn't say exactly where it came from, but he did confirm that that was taken from a script that he wrote for a movie that he did not do, which we all know was Ant Man. So now, just now, what? What, What's that? what are we talking about? What do you when, he, when he says hat? He's like, I'm sorry. He's like, what? Your tattoo says hat. Like, yeah, I used to say hate, but I got the E erase for, for better job opportunities. <laughs> and he's yeah, like, yeah, the, how's that working out for you? He's like, everybody loves hats. <laughs> but the line, the line though, of how's that working out for you is from Fight Club, which he watches earlier. Yes, earlier. Club, All of and those it lines says that line again. Yes, that's right. So baby is like dialed into in his responses to people in the real world. He's I, drawing yeah. from like even movies and like, he's not even really interacting with him on his own. Doc yes. gets mad later in the movie. He says, I hate that you, when you say that that's from monsters. monsters. I, when I yeah. figured out monsters, thing. <laughs> I think baby has like Asperger's something. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, he's definitely different. But hang on, in I, fact, wait, 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 wait. Typical. I don't want. I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave the hat joke. So I, I just oh, now I want you to picture 
Now I want you to picture Paul Rudd saying that in the beginning of Ant-Man when he's in prison fighting those guys. Paul Rudd, as funny as this was in Baby Driver, Paul Rudd delivering that line would have been immediately classic. Do you think he would have said it to one of those guys in the jail or do you think he would have said it to... Uh... One of the guys on his crew? Yeah, yeah, the guy that has the van. What's his name? What? His Hispanic friend. Oh, yeah. The guy that gets yeah, yeah. him to score. Michael, with... Yeah, Michael Pena. Michael What's Pena, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget, I forget his name in the, in the movie. <laughs> anyway. I got the van, dude. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. I just that that joke cracked me up every time. I, I, I watch it a lot now, and still every time I see it, I just love his responses when, when, when he asks him, "How's that working out for you?" Yeah. And his response is, "Man, everybody loves hats. Everybody loves hats." <laughs> you see, a boss is like, "I guess oh, I didn't. I, pick I love up your on tattoo, the... and and I love hats. You're. you're I didn't pick up on the Fight Club thing, Donnie. So like you're saying, yeah, there's that like... he has no original." Not um, with, not with, um, at least not, not with the criminal element for sure. Yeah, well, no, 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 because because remember the very first scene that we see in that little reel is "You are so beautiful" from Little Rascals, and that's yep. what he and says he to Deborah. He says that yep. with Deborah. And well, that's then, true. He does. And then and then we see the movie with uh, Meryl Streep, um, and uh, they just John grow Krasinski. up. Yeah, they just grow up yeah. so freaking fast or something he like that. He uses that with he uses that the hollers. In the, he uses that in the post office with the kid, huh? What movie is that? Uh, I don't know. I was wondering that myself. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so he I'm uses that. Then he uses he Fight the, Club. He uses the Fight Club line. And then Monsters. He uses the Monsters Inc. Now there's another. There's another scene there. There's those four scenes, and then there's a bullfight scene. Oh, that's right. So. He doesn't ever say the lines of the bullfight, but I took the bullfight. Here we go. This is Donnie's interpretation. I took bats as the bull. Oh, and he's and he stabbing them with the sword. Yeah. And there's red everywhere wow. because they talk about the red of the cape. When yeah. When the, when the, what do they call them? What do they call those guys? Matador. Uh, Matador. Matador is waving, and, and the lady's like, oh, yeah, the red, all he sees is red. And he's stabbing, you know, he's stabbing the bull or whatever. And it's like I took that as like he got yeah. that idea from that show, and it's like yeah. this is his whole life. His whole interaction yeah. is media driven. Yeah, of. yeah. So that might be a lot to read into that, but I, that's how I took it. No, I, yeah, I, I dig it. Yeah, because I, I was actually wondering that because he doesn't ever say the bull line uh, or anything from from that uh, that line. That John Krasinski movie was it's complicated. <clears throat> it is complicated because we didn't know what it was. Um, I'm picking that for Jim Halpert in a movie. <laughs> you pick, you pick that. Movie. We're watching it's complicated. <laughs> We're watching it. John Cruz is the no. best. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about uh, I don't know. So let's talk about the second heist. The second heist was the truck. I like that it was a truck. Um, again, oh, yeah. I, I like that these cars are just you know rando cars. Um, I do like in that in that heist how he um, he doesn't want to see what's going on, so he he pulls up just a tad yeah. so he can't see anything, and then and then when you pull back, you see which is which is really kind of cool. Uh, the masks. So uh, fun note, uh, I, was, I was doing some research on the masks. Um, uh, so the uh, the people. You're gonna tell me that this actually happened. Well, no. Someone so, sent somebody on the staff from Mike Myers' mask, no, and that's no. what they came back. So, with. so here, so, so, so here, here's what here's what actually the the plan, the script was that two of it because remember, if you remember, a Doc told them to not all buy their masks at, at the, the same, same time. time. So they were all yeah. supposed to get their own mask, but you find out that Hate or Hat, he he actually buys all three of them. 
because he's like, why'd you get this kind? Um, and so, so that, that was a script change because the plan was that two of them were going to have how the, the actual Halloween guy. And then, and then hate was going to have hat was going to have uh, Mike Myers. But at the last minute, the Halloween people came back and said they didn't want uh, Michael Myers's likenesses used for comedy. And so they would not let them use the masks. So he had to call Mike Myers <laughs> and ask him if he could use all three Austin Power or Mike Myers masks. And uh, and uh, and they and and so he said that he would, but he had to. He said he, he would let him, but he had to go over the scene. He had to read the scene with him over the phone, so Mike Myers could know what the scene was gonna was gonna read like. And so he read nice. the scene over the phone, and Mike Myers gave him, gave him permission to use all three. So that's why that's you get funny. the scene where he what bought. What is all three. with Hollywood? I guess is this just them taking themselves too seriously? Oh yeah, we don't. Like, well, I need to Michael know Myers. how you're yeah. gonna. Use, yeah, well that and even even yeah, Mike, Mike Myers, Myers wanting yeah, to know how awesome powers. It's like, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. Is there anything they could do with that mask <laughs> that you didn't already do in one of the old member for crying out loud? Right. Uh, That's not perverted or weird yeah, or goofy it's like, or whatever. <laughs> I would My think favorite. that I would think that when your likeness becomes or something that pertains to a character that you've created is able yeah. to transcend cultural kind of the pop culture arc, right? You're introducing Mike Myers to another generation of movie watchers. Mm-hmm. I would think those guys would jump all over that. Right. Yeah. You would think it's they're just yeah. caught but up they're, they're all man. it all just seems so pretentious. Like it well, gives you know, them some kind of yeah, some kind of an ego trip that I'm I have control over that and I have to prove it and all that's gonna doesn't of stuff, make any so. sense to me. Yeah, it's, no, I, and, and to me it's I just agree. like I'm so I'm shocked that you have to call the actual I guess they used his name Mike Myers. My favorite part of that though guilty. is when JD the hate hat guy, he's like the 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 guy in the the, the horror movie. And he's like, oh, you mean Jason? Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That whole interaction is so good. And it's good because yeah. like Jamie Foxx is a comedian, you know, so so it really helps. Um, even though in that moment he's not trying to be funny, but yeah, like the whole background, he's like, it is Mike Myers. He's like, no, the guy from Halloween. Or no, he's like, no, the Halloween guy. It's like this is a Halloween mask. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, the guy from the Halloween movie. Oh, Jason. <laughs> no, you mean Jason. <laughs> so oh. Chris. Yeah. You gotta talk about the the blue the blue pickup truck patriot guy that chases him. Yeah, dude, so that guy. Okay, go ahead. Let's I go. love that guy. I love that dude. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I like I, that guy is awesome. I love. Yeah, well, so 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 that that was the part that threw me. So I don't I didn't mind him him having the really cool brown you know like nine mil. He he gets out and starts you know start trying to shoot him, and then he pushes his seat back and he has some sort of machine gun yeah, in yeah, his truck submachine gun which is like yeah. i mean come on <laughs> that may be a dude, Georgia. time out time out he's it is in atlanta Georgia. he's in atlanta that's right that's where the in walking fact, dead was shot so here's something funny fully about believe that. this it's very believable oh, absolutely 100 100 believe this but there's a little a kind of a little whoever put the props together in this movie did it a fantastic job because when baby makes Joe a peanut butter sandwich, do you know the brand of the peanut butter that is in the cupboard? If you look close, you can see it. Oh, no, I didn't even look. Publix. Yeah, Publix baby. Publix brand, baby. Deep South. That's a, you know what's up. Deep South, That's man. Southern thing, man. 
Yeah. So they must have really, so, I think they must have really filmed in Atlanta. They filmed, he said they filmed Atlanta. in Atlanta. No, they did. They did. Now it was okay. really, now he wrote the script to take place in LA. Um, and then when they, when they decided to shoot in Atlanta, he was still going to make it in LA, which they do this all the time, but they decided to just, to just do it in, uh, in Atlanta. One of the, one of the other things I read about Atlanta is they, they agreed to like close down a lot of highways or like outskirt highways and, and yeah. Edgar Wright refused because he wanted to be a big city urban movie. But but his primary reason is because he thought if they were on the, the smaller highways, it would look too much like Smokey and the Bandit. So he didn't want to have any of that. So he wanted it in the city. He wanted to have a different feel, which yeah, I, I think was great. Um, uh, but back to the guy's gun, like, you know, that dude, that character is... I, is like I finally get to use my gun. That's true. Yeah. I'm gonna shoot yeah. indiscriminately at these criminals. Yeah, yeah, heck yeah. And this guy chases them. Like I thought. I, I gotta be honest with you. I kind of dipped out for a minute. Like I was, I was checking my email or something. And then I'm like, who's this guy chasing them? Yeah. And it was like, yeah. oh, this is just citizen you know yeah john q citizen he calls him, him he called cats calls him the patriot and oh, the, the patriot that's right now yeah, i so i will funny. say i will say and that a I, hero i do like that he rolls his truck um yeah j j just for the purpose of like that's not his job you know what i mean like if i was in a high-speed chase against like like professional drivers and thieves i would die <laughs> Because like that's not who I am, you know what I mean. So I, I'm yeah. glad that they didn't, you know. I, I'm glad they they again. I feel like this movie and Phil, Phil said it earlier on. I feel like that it does play very realistic. Like like there's never a point. It isn't like Fast and Furious. There's never a point where I'm like, oh, you couldn't do that in a car. Like everything feels like it should feel, which I think is yeah. is great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned, but I think this movie is flawless. Um, let me uh. You said you think it's flawless. I think it's flawless. <laughs> so yes, dude. Just, there, yes. one thing we didn't mention in the in the opening chase scene, that drift move in the alley when he goes between the truck. Oh yes, and he slides oh around, and they and, and that's real. In. Like, come oh, on, I know, <laughs> crazy, dude. Oh, I love it. it. It's great. I love it. Would um, you love to be able to yes play with a car on a on like a like a closed set like that. oh no i was just gonna say i would yeah, want man. to drive like that <laughs> but yes then no, I like to be able to take a car and go like full speed yes. and cut the emergency brake yeah and, you know like just to do it yeah that'd be fun i work, I work with I, my new job i work with a, an ex-cop and he and today we traveled to take a test together and he talked about the driving school and he's like dude that was the funnest two weeks of my oh, life. He's like, you just get in there and they like <laughs> throw the switches on your car and put you in slides and turns and spins. You just, you're flooring this eight, you know, eight cylinder, you know, he's like, it's the best awesome. thing ever. Dude, that's I would cool. love it. Um, real quick, uh, fun note uh, that we, I, I didn't touch on whenever we were talking about the different movie clips, but this is the first and only rated R movie to, um, to actually get, the permission to use a Disney film uh, footage from a Disney film. Monsters Inc. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. For Monsters Inc. So that, that's nice. pretty fun. Um, let's uh, I want to talk about, um, we're going to wrap here in a second. So be, uh, be thinking about final that's thoughts. That's ironic. And I don't want to get political. So I'll just reference it without naming it. That's ironic considering the text I sent you guys yesterday. 
Yeah, yeah. Time, My, how the mighty times have are, times are changing fast, brother. Very. <laughs> um, so I I, I want to talk about uh, one other uh, I think beat in the movie, and then we'll and then I'll I'll kind of like let you guys go with final thoughts or things that you want to share, and then we'll we'll work to wrap up. Um, actually, I have two one more thing after that, but um, so uh, let's talk about the ending. I want to talk about the ending. So <clears throat> they do this uh, originally. Edgar Wright wrote the ending. Um, to be a dream sequence where both Deborah and baby are in fifties clothes with a fifties car and uh, they embrace and they kiss and they drive away. Now the, uh, they, they, they played that as the original ending. And, um, and so it was determined that they didn't really want it to end in a dream sequence. And so Edgar rewrote it so that that scene's still there. You get that scene a little bit earlier in the movie where she's in the 50s clothes, he's in a 50s outfit. And then they rewrite it to, to at the end where he comes out. <clears throat> now, the, here's the question. Do you think the end is real? Oh, geez. I never I thought about it, it. I took it as real because nothing else in the movie seemed to... Pl- I mean, except that he was dead the whole time. It's real. No, no, it's I, real because I, I, because that's my theory about every movie. <laughs> Jacob's ladder, uh-huh. Jacob's ladder. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. So no, I think it's real. He dreams, so he has the black and white sequence earlier. Uh huh. Then then but and it that goes is to color, and then in the end, it, it's black and white. You're like, oh, now comes the color i'm not like, i'm, not, I'm not arguing with you that you are that edgar made that change because the 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 higher ups did not want it to look like it ended on a dream so visually it is supposed to tell you that it's not a dream what i'm asking is if you think it is real because <clears throat> i don't i don't think that it's real oh you're crazy so you're being provocative you- <laughs> well okay it's possible that the second movie begins with him actually getting out of prison. Yes. Um, Maybe he got shanked in prison and he is dead and he is. We'll know when the second movie comes out. (laughs) We, yeah, we, we, we don't, yeah, we don't know. Um, It took, it took Edgar Wright 18 months to secure the music rights before even going into production on this movie. Um, So, uh, but he has this movie in his back pocket. I mean, sure, but he's also not in a rush to make it. Yeah, sure, sure. And so, I mean, we probably still won't see it for probably, I, I would guess, four or five years at the earliest. So that puts us at maybe 10 years down the road. So, so he, here, here, he, okay. So, see, the so, music rights thing, that, I'm sorry. Let me cut in real quick. That bothers me. It's like, it's like the likeness thing. It's like, what is wrong with you? Why don't you want your song? Like, last I checked, you wrote the song so people would listen to the song. And now somebody wants to use your song in a movie, an entertainment, you know, like thing. And you're like, nah, I don't think so. I, so I, I, I think most people, I think on the music side, I think it has to do more with royalties. And so they have to work out like so they're negotiating how much they want. Yeah, like how to, much? Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still furious. If I was because these same people play their songs for free on the radio. I know, I know. I'm saying that if I was Edgar Wright or if I was a musician, Edgar Wright called me and was like, dude, I love your song. Can I just put it in my movie? I'd be like, yes. 
Yeah, like you don't pay me a dime. I'm going to be in an Edgar Wright movie. I will take that. Just, uh, you know, I, uh, the only thing I would actually ask for is a cameo. Just like some of these musicians were. I'm like, you know what? You can have whatever songs you want. Just let me let me be in one scene. That's all I want. I want to be in one of your movies. Yeah, um, I, just, I just don't get these like, it, you know, oh, the family doesn't want to, you know, they have all these really stri- strict rules sometimes about yeah. like how dead artists can be used. And it's like, yeah. Uh, hey, I hate to break it to you. There's this John Mulaney bit where he talks about working with um, uh, the guy from the Rolling Stones. Uh, I can't Mick think of Jagger. Jagger. Mick Jagger. Have you ever seen this bit? He talks about working with Mick Jagger at SNL and they're mm-hmm. trying to write a song together. I don't think so. No. And he's just telling a story, like his experience of working with Mick Jagger and Mick Jagger's trying to come up with lyrics for this song. And, and, and Mulaney's like, is this how you write a song? Like, it's just like, he's like, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't like, it's just like, he's just throwing every piece of crap at the wall to see what sticks. Yeah. And Mulaney's whole thing is like, I thought this guy was like a lyrical genius. And it turns out he's a, he's just a bumbling goofball. who's just trying to figure out words that rhyme. Yeah. And yet, yet when these songs get popular, all of a sudden they're like, well, we're not really sure we want to, we don't want to use it in your movie. It's like, what are you talking about? You, you made a million dollars off of it already. You put it on the radio for free. Who cares? I'm sorry. It's yeah. no, you're good to rant you're about, good. but you're it good. doesn't make any sense to me how this business. You, works. you're probably, you were probably a Napster subscriber, weren't you, Phil? No, I didn't. I, although I did have a bunch of, Full circle, by the way, I had a bunch of illegal songs on my first iPod. Nice, nice. I have okay. something to say about the iPod. Okay, well, hang on. But, so let, let, let's, okay. let's finish. Let's finish the okay. conversation on the ending. Um, my, my my whole thought is that he he gets sentenced twenty five years. He, no, no, minimum five years. Minimum five years. Yes, twenty five. But but still, like that's a long time. And uh, and I just feel like the last scene that you see is he holds up or he, he pins up the picture that she sends the postcard that she sends of that. Uh, uh, the car looks almost identical to the car that she's in when he gets out. And then you get a black and white, which fades into color. Now I don't, I don't necessarily think that that's not how the future is going to be. I just think in that moment, he's just envisioning what his life is going to be. And I think they it, tease that. And I think, little, and, and like I, with having I think the rainbow gives cots. it away. The rainbow is not real, man. There's a perfect rainbow behind him when he walks. There is the a perfect rainbow. I did notice that. Okay. And now you got me thinking it could be a dream. So I think, so I think it's a dream, but I, I do think that I, I think Phil's on to something. I think that we, we will start the movie with him actually getting out. But at, at this point, you know, I mean, we're looking at maybe possibly 10 years down the road. So, I mean, we can actually show passage. It wasn't five years. Maybe he did serve 12 years or, you know, nine years or something like that. And he's finally getting out. And that's where the movie picks up. Like that's, that's fine. Anyway. Okay, let's uh, round robin, um, start to wrap this up. Let's go. Uh, any final thoughts, anything that we didn't cover that you wanted to throw out? Any, anything? What you got? Donnie, I know you normally have a list. Let's so start with you. I got three quick things. Let's hear them. One thing is probably just a, it's just a question about the movie that I don't think has a good answer. When they get back after the cop shootout, Doc asks uh, Bats. Bats says they shot first, which they didn't. And Buddy lies for him, which the last time we saw Buddy and him, they were trying to punch each other out. And so I don't understand why Buddy lies for Bats in that moment. Like, why didn't he just throw him under the bus and they just off him or whatever? That didn't, 
That was the only thing about this movie. Because I think he still wanted to, to go through with the heist. Yeah, I, I think that it's a four okay. man. I think it's a four it's man. Too job. late in the gig yeah. to replace okay. him. Yeah, that that would be. That, I mean, that would be my guess. Too. And they're already planning to kill him when it's over. Remember, she they talk about that in the car. Yeah, She's that's like, true. Like he they looked did. at me weird, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah, so they figure. Yeah, you got and I'm just speculating here. You got to imagine if we're gonna kill one of the four guys, our cut's actually gonna be bigger. So why yeah. bring in a guy we you know. Yeah, no, that's true. That's a good point. I didn't think that through very well, but that's not surprising. Um, one other thing is um, the the tinnitus thing. He has tinnitus, the ringing in his ears uh-huh. because of the wreck. That plays in the movie a lot when he has his... Uh, it, anytime things aren't going well, you hear the the ringing, yeah. the 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 buzzing sound on the on the soundtrack. Yeah, there's only, there's only a cool. few times that you don't have music playing. Right. And every time you don't, you hear it. You also hear it at the very beginning. If you listen very good, right when the, like, right when the splash screen, it starts there. And it kind of very lightly uh, kind of is, is kind of just, just out there until bell bottom starts. Right. Um, yeah. So I thought that was a pretty good little touch. And then uh, the last thing is when, uh, when, 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 uh, darling dies and he goes uh baby goes to reach for his ipod on the on the on the asphalt i'm in michigan so they call it asphalt so i said i know they do it's horrible do they really it's crazy so we're paving dude we're paving our church parking lot this spring we're at a business meeting and one of our elders is just says keep saying it over and over again and i'm trying we're about to spend two hundred thousand dollars on paving a car and i'm trying not to laugh because he keeps saying asphalt and i'm like that's not how you say it but my wife's like nudging it. me like what is he that's saying funny carrie's from here she doesn't say that yeah but yeah a lot of people start. do though a lot of people so do anyway not. so so baby goes to reach for his ipod and buddy shoots the ipod away yes. And it's, I, again, I'm probably reading too much into this. Maybe not, who knows? But to me, that was like, his routine was gone. Like yes. this thing has gone so south that now I don't even have my, my music anymore. And it was yeah. like, I thought it was very, a very symbolic. I don't think I can watch it. Did, did music shot. stop playing from then on? Yes. Well, until well, so, he gets so, in the car and dials it in until on the, the car. And, yeah. and, 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 I, and I agree. I, I think that I think that is and I agree with you, Donnie, because I think in that moment, even when he's running from the police and going to the mall, he doesn't feel like he's panicking. I uh, for me, I don't think until that moment, like you said, when when, when he shoots, you know, he just sees Darling die, you know, Buddy goes crazy and he loses his music he starts to kind of get a little crazy and you see it in the car i mean he is fidgeting like like you know, he looks like a drug fish. addict right like i've, I've got to get a fix and then he finally you know and then it kind of start, settles him down and then he realizes oh i got this lady's purse let me give it to her um which also that oh, scene yeah. when he when he pulls the car around circles the car so cool Oh my gosh, I love this. Is movie. it really faster to do it that way then? No, no, but it looks so much cooler. It's way cooler. <laughs> and that purple car was bad to the bone. Baby. Yeah, I man. So good. So good. So that's uh, that's pretty what much What were you going to say I about think... iPods? That thing? Or did you have something about the oh, yeah, that, device? Yeah, that was what I was saying. Oh, okay. iPod thing. Yeah. But, I, um, I do agree, though. That's I think that, that 
I think the iPod is kind of his comfort, like his his security blanket, yeah. and, and without that, yeah, one hundred percent, yeah. It's yeah. kind of and, it's kind of a bummer yeah. because he's gonna get out. Let's say there is a second movie. He's gonna come out of prison into the world of streaming music. <laughs> you know what he's, I mean? Like that's what the creek. that's what the whole sequel is about. There's no yeah. more driving in it. It's yeah, just about him trying to get to an area. He's where trying he to figure out how to signal. like. I don't how do even... I get to my song? <laughs> buffering, buffering. He's just driving, trying to find yeah. a good signal the entire movie. Oh I mean, gosh, but like that's funny. It's funny to me because that movie was made in seventeen, <laughs> and obviously it plays back, right? Like he he it plays a little bit backwards, but. The iPod, that that's that click wheel sound, which is so iconic. Oh, so good, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's gone. Like it's, I mean, it's manufactured sound now on your phone. I think there's some apps, and I think when you change your, uh, you're setting your timer or whatever, you get that same kind of click sound. Yeah, you do. But um, it's not like it's gone. That but, wheel, like, but again, I, that's I, how fast technology is changing in our society. Yes, like the but, iPod. Those iPods look so bricky. Yeah, but but remember the the point is he's been boosting cars since his parents died. He was a kid, sure. So sure. like at that point, that's all there were. And everybody had iPods. So like that's what he he took iPods and sunglasses. That's why he has a bunch of them. So that's why he has such a. But yeah, in in, in the sequel, he doesn't have that collection anymore. So yeah, he's gonna start boosting cars and he's gonna start finding he's iPhones. Like, and he's like, this I'm car gonna... has Apple CarPlay. I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, he's like, car. Yeah, he's gonna be completely lost. <laughs> he's completely gonna, he's, lost. He's gonna boost a Tesla and he's gonna, gonna <laughs> his mind is gonna blow. <laughs> So, but I I just, the whole thing for me was cool throwback. I got my first iPod. uh, I think it was like my 25th birthday, uh, probably a third gen. And I had that thing until I lived, uh, it got stolen out of my, ironically, it got stolen out of my car when I lived in Washington. Oh, that's funny. I think think baby did it. Baby did it. It had a lot of like, it was the same deal, right? Like it had a lot of music on it. Yeah. that I have only recently been able to find through Apple music. Like there was a, like a European cut of a song that, that Creed, I was a big Creed fan still am. And it was one of their songs, but they only released it on like a European album or a European version of one of their albums. And I okay. found that for free and it was on my iPod for years and I could only listen to it there. And then it got stolen. That's great. And I was like, ah, and then I stumbled. I on still it. have an iPod that works. I still have one. I should have brought yeah. it on here. Is it a, is it a mini? No, it's um, it's not a mini. Why isn't Maybe it leaning up against the shelf behind? You? I don't know. I, I should. Know, it's right, right upstairs. We're so looking at Beetlejuice, and you have an iPod. Hey, this iPod. is a movie come podcast. Come on, come on. But man. I also had a Zune. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I remember that when you I got that I was, bad. Boy. I was trying to get in on that. <laughs> so as soon as I got a Zune uh specs for the first iphone dropped on the internet oh that's funny and it was like oh, oh i man. cast my lot <laughs> the wrong, the wrong way. way i chose betamax me, instead i put it all yeah, exactly, exactly i put it all on enron and this and is not I, uh, going well dude i didn't get an iphone until 2013 oh that whenever hurts got, me so whenever that got that hurts me is when I got my first iPhone. That, that's depressing to me. I'm very sorry. My Zoom, my Zoom is still here somewhere. <laughs> that's what we should do. We should have an old device. Oh, I don't have any of my old devices, but I, I did I did get a black iPod. Um, I forget what they call it, but it was, it was the first year that they added the uh, the video capability to it. 
Um, but it was still just like the small. It was screen, just right? still a small screen. It's not yeah, a click yeah, yeah. wheel. It was thin. It was it was a black front, silver back, but it had the screen, so you could play. And I just remember you, your you, album you, you could buy. It, right? Yeah, but you could also buy like you could go to Apple. <laughs> so funny. You can go. What are you doing? You, you're, you're ruining the illusion here. <laughs> you're ruining scene, the baby. illusion. Look how good this looks. It looks fantastic. And you're giving us great. a glimpse behind closed doors. Yeah, you guys are gonna it's have to a, watch the video, the video podcast. It's a blooper to, uh, to reel. See that. Um, so, Don but yeah, I, I remember, so I picture. remember, uh, I bought, I bought a movie, right? So I bought a, um, I bought like I, I think it was like twelve ninety nine, just because I wanted to have one yeah. on yeah, my, yeah. and it was, uh, it was, uh, I want to say it was, it was either Spider Man or Spider Man Two. Um, I can't remember exactly. It, it was probably just the first Spider Man because I think, I think it was around the time that I got it, and it was, I mean, it was incredibly it's a postage stamp, tiny, bro. like you cannot see it. But I, yeah. I thought it was the coolest thing to be able to have my my movie. So we had Gavin a an iPod Mini which was okay. like, looks like, looks like the I, Apple TV remote. Yes. Yeah. Almost like yep. it was that small uh-huh. and it, and, but it had a color screen and you could watch movies on it. And we bought him the movie bolt and That's it, it, bolt. it, yeah, we saw that to, in the theater to this day. I own bolt in my Apple account because it stayed with me <laughs> from device to device. Like it's on my iTunes now, you know, it's like, I can watch bolt. Uh, Ironically, <laughs> I think I only ever had one movie in on Apple on my iPod, and it was Mary Poppins. Believe it or not, that's I hilarious. don't know how. Which is also sorry, we're way off track. It's also on my list we're, of we're reminiscing of about iPod best man. movies of all like, time. The technology advance. <laughs> okay, now I'm I'm going to give you Edgar, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright gave the ten movies that influenced Baby Driver. I'm going to read them to you. They're in chronological order. I was going to ask if you've seen it. And if you have, if you notice the influence. All right. You ready? Don, this is mostly going to be for you. I'm totally no's. ready. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. Because I'm, I'm looking at this nine list. Nine no's. You know? me, me too. Me too, Phil. All right. 1968. Bullet. Yep. I That was the first one I was going to say. I don't okay. think I ever saw it. But I know the movie. Okay. It's uh, Steve McQueen, right? Is that, is that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mustang. Yeah. The black yeah, Mustang. Yeah. Chase, yeah, yeah. yeah. That Mustang's lit. Like, yeah, that is no, a no, very cool yeah, car. Yeah. Okay. I saw a uh, like a replica of that at a car show, like at a, down in Detroit. So cool, dude. <laughs> so cool. It is a cool. I've car. seen Bullet. Yes. I mean, do, do you feel the influence? I mean, is it, oh heck feel? yeah. Okay. Of course. All yes. right. Nineteen sixty nine. The Italian job. On this 1969, the there you go. <laughs> there so, you go. Right there, you go. Italian job. Never saw it. <laughs> Michael Caine. Michael Caine's in the original. That's right. Yeah. Well, um, Mark Wahlberg is in the remake. So that's right. Bam. True. So bite that. <laughs> have you seen the original, Don? I think I have, but it's okay. been a while. Yeah. Okay. All right. 1971. The French Connection. French Connection. Oh yeah. So Oscar influence? Oscar winner for best picture that year. Okay. Do you see? Oh yeah. There, influence there is there? a there is a fantastic chase scene in the french connection okay i'm gonna have to i've, I've never seen that phil have you seen french i don't connection? like the movie i don't like the french connection as a okay. movie i think it's dumb well, the chase, but the chase scene is great but is, isn't it the italian job that has like the longest chase scene or the longest or is that the french connection like one of them has um yeah it might, could be french up. connection i don't know all right 1971 as well vanishing point anyone mm-hmm. all right yeah. don right I'm not, 
seen Vanishing Point, but I okay. am familiar with the movie. Okay, nineteen seventy. Bunch- now we're in. Now you've listed movies. Everything up to now was before even Donnie was born. We're now That's in right. Donnie's lifetime. That's right. Okay, here we go. The, the, all of these are pretty old. Nineteen seventy four. Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry. Oh yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> you, Peter Fonda. Peter Fonda. Seriously? It. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. I thought for sure I've this is it. the one that nobody would have seen. It sounds like a drink. I've seen it. It does sound like a drink. All right. Was it good? I have a Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry. Uh, it's not that great. Okay. Also, 1974, Freebie and the Bean. <laughs> Donnie, I know Freebie and I know Freebie and the Bean. It is, if I'm not mistaken, it is. It's a was uh, Bill Cosby in it? I think Bill Cosby's in that. Are you kidding me, Bill Cosby? I could, keep I'll going. I'll, you I'm guys keep talking. I'll you Google it, it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Or it could be. No. Um, it's James Con, Alan Arkin, Loretta, Loretta Swit, Swit, and Valerie, Valerie Harper. Freebie and the Bean. Okay. I've never seen. I know the movie, okay. but I've never. It's seen an it. American buddy cop black comedy action about two offbeat police detectives who wreak havoc in san francisco no never seen freebie and the bean all right 1977 smoky and the bandit now come on phil Heck yeah phil come on smoking the Bandit. <laughs> that's going on the list if you've not seen smoking i'm the not bandit. saying i haven't seen it it's burt reynolds right yeah yes it is i probably saw it all right whatever <laughs> 1978 the driver I know it. I've never seen it. Okay. That is Ryan O'Neill, right? I think, I think so. Ryan and, and this is actually one like that's very heavy influenced. So this may be one we might need to uh, to check out. This is not um, a baby driver a, podcast. It's a noir crime thriller. Um, Ryan O'Neill, Bruce Dern. Yeah. You and Donnie can start a side podcast about this movie and all of its influences. Whatever. Oh, 1980, the Blues Brothers, Phil. Oh, what's Come that about? I've never heard of it. Hate you. That car chase scene is insane. <laughs> it is insane. It is insane. I love Blue Brother. All right, last one, 1985. To well, live and die God. in LA. Oh, that's really? a great movie. That's so, um, that's the guy from uh, CSI. What's his name? William Ice Cube. No, the original CSI. <laughs> the main guy. You know about the guy with the beard? The yeah. Grissom, Gil Grissom. Yeah. He was know. in To Live and Die in L.A. That's what that about. I don't. I don't watch. Uh, CSI. Willem Dafoe's in that no, as well. I don't. I don't know. Um, so there you go. So th- those were the influences. Uh, the, the only other note that I had. Um, William Peterson is that yeah, William Peterson is that the opening coffee scene, the dancing, singing, uh, Harlem Shake scene. Twenty-eight takes of that oh, scene. Cool. Twenty-eight takes because it was one shot uh, done. And they used take twenty one, so <laughs> they uh, they did it. And then uh, and then and I like this uh, when they asked Edgar Wright like what was his original pitch for for the uh, for the movie. This is what he said. He said that he told him it was like the scene in Shaun of the Dead when they're fighting the zombies to a Queen song, but it's just a whole movie just like that. So uh, and again, I haven't seen y'all got to watch. Dead, so. Y'all got to watch those three. They're they're just as good almost as this. I think this is probably the best. But those are really great movies. That's good. I mean, is so, Edgar Wright British? I presume he is. 
he is. Yeah. Uh, also, fun note: the only British person in the cast of this movie is L- Lily, Lily James. James. Yeah, which is funny. Deborah. And it's also the only the first movie that he shot in the She's United British. States. She is. Yeah. Yeah. She was in. Uh, She's pretty good cast. The dark. She's great. The darkest hour with uh, Gary Oldman. Yes, she was in that. She was in that. She great. was. In, she was a secretary. Yeah. Yeah. She was in like Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> Something. Yeah, all those British movies. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, there's um, a book called Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah, it may have been. Yes. That may have been the movie that she was in. written by know. the same there guy. Was also that wrote Abraham Lincoln, Vampire. Vampire. Hunter. Yeah, Vampire. Hunter, I like that. I own that movie. There's a third book by that same author called Unholy Night. I recommend it. It's oh, fantastic. is it? Is it about Santa Claus? It's about the Magi trying to kill Jesus, or not oh. the Magi, but the. Yeah. Is it the pro- it's about that night and it's it's dude i'm telling you guys it's send, it, send me a link is like, there a, send me is that there title a, is there a movie to that because i read i read movies a lot better. i do not think so <laughs> i'm okay. a big movie reader <laughs> but that book <laughs> is fun <laughs> like it's pretty good okay anyway we're off um all right baby driver we got to rate it so uh phil were there any, any thoughts from your side that we missed Anything no i liked add? it i'll watch it again i'll probably get carrie and gavin to watch it with me and watch it again um in preparation for this podcast i liked it a movie. lot i yeah. thought it was uh it was kind of never a dull moment yes um yeah that's and, true. I, and i thought it was really well done like it was a fun movie yeah it's not something i would have watched if you guys hadn't said you guys should watch you should watch this movie for this podcast like, you're welcome yeah i mean and then at the point of this podcast right is to yes. try to get each other to like i gave you guys little giants you're welcome yes you gave me a baby driver and fair exchange that was a, a fair, fair exchange. exchange. That was a fair exchange. Uh, so, words know, fail me. We man. did talk at one point, <coughs> a little behind the scenes, like production meeting, you know, insider. We did talk at one point about this about this podcast being about at least a movie every time that at least one of us had never seen prior. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, obviously, we, we booted that with Tenet, which was the first movie out of the gate. Yeah. None of it was a new release when we saw. We did a new Tom release. Yeah, Godzilla. that was the point. Yeah. But then, you know, we picked that up with Little Giants. Again, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. And now Baby Driver. So I'll be yeah. curious to see what we do next. Yeah. And, and, and I think Lasso, because Donnie's never seen it. And and I think I'm that- <laughs> next. I choose next. And I think I, I think that I think it's fitting too. I mean, it, it, you know, our, our, we kind of changed our uh, our whole our whole mantra here, right? And the fact that we are our goal is to leave no no good movie behind. And I think that that what that speaks to is that if you haven't seen a good movie, um, or little giants then we want to make sure that you see that so so we want to make sure that we're educating all of uh all of our uh all of our listeners as well as our hosts and what's good is donnie's seen way too many movies and i haven't seen nearly enough and phil's kind of in the middle so it it gives us a lot to uh to to pick from so um let's uh let's do this phil why don't we come back to you and give uh give me a rating what you got uh, I'm gonna go ten bedazzled iPods. Nice. Oh, you uh, stole any, my rating. Any any color? Any specific color? Uh, pink pink we'll bedazzled or pink. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I like pink that. Glittery. I do. Pink I do. Glittery. I do. I do like. That. I was gonna go with uh, five bloody rebar, but I didn't want to give a violent Ooh. rating. Are yeah. you gonna steal That's all rough. my ratings? <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> now I gotta think of something else. All right, Don. Oh my gosh. Was that was it, were those really your two backups? Yeah, I wrote 92 pink glittery iPods right there. Boom. And then I was going to say, how about 92 impaled Jamie Foxes? Let's go with that. That's pretty good. I love it. Um, okay, so then, uh, so oh, that's wait. what you're going. Oh, wait, go ahead. Let me just say this if you're listening, 
this is probably one of the very few movies that we've done that is R-rated. This is not a kids movie. That's right. The, yeah. The language but and really there's language and, language and violence. It's just a language. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's there's no nudity. And and, and I don't think not even any sexuality. Like the movie. I mean, there's a few quick shots of not like really. tight jean kind of things, but there's yeah. nothing yeah. in this movie that Some was like, making out, a little bit of kissing stuff. Yeah. But I I but think it, it, but it, I just it, I just feel like we need to say that because we yes, we're that's usually true. pretty pg yeah PG we don't 13. like to do hardcore type but this movies, is definitely but. an r-rated movie so yeah they um you know and i don't even think it's too violent like i, I think there's only a couple of scenes. <laughs> no I, it's I think not that the yeah dar- but the, the darling death and then anytime you put bullets coming out of a gun sure, you're gonna get an r rating sure. now I, I i will uh i will say i watched this with my 14 year old daughter um i i made that decision uh you know to, to, to let her watch it and uh, the language does get pretty hard um she absolutely love this movie and has not stopped talking about it since we watched it so because it's flawless that's why and uh, with that being said i would give What's this rating movie, i would give this movie a perfect 100 sunglasses out of 100 and um so all unique prayers every all unique every prayers, 100 prayers everyone um inclu- including prayers. including the very last pair that's just missing one lens one lens so that uh that is what i go i love this movie this movie is fantastic i'm glad that we got to do it. i'm glad that phil got to watch it um i i do think that it's rare that that we i feel like i, I would put baby, baby driver on a short list of maybe the maybe my top 25 movies of all time like i think it is fantastic and i think it's very rare for us to have a movie that, that i would rate that high that that all of us have not seen right like we've all seen flight of the navigator you know what i mean we've all seen you know Stop. before this podcast Stop. exactly so 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 normally when we come i think uh i think donnie said a couple days ago like have you seen tombstone of course we've seen tombstone because tombstone's amazing and that's how i, I was would... just asking no no i know i know but that's how i feel like when we get <laughs> those quality type movies we've all normally seen it to be able to come with, with a movie this high quality that phil hasn't seen I was, I was really excited about so uh so that's a lot of fun all right that's our show anything released after 2010 even if it was great i probably didn't see it oh there you go all right i just as i got older like i mean donnie was my movie buddy and i moved away from jacksonville in 2011 oh that's right yeah um and then uh i just didn't go to the movies a lot it's all Donnie's fault. Broke for the next three years, and now everything is my fault. Trust and now, me. And now the movies are dead. <laughs> so you know, um, and be careful with that COVID too. Also, if you're listening, um, I guess we need to put a stinger at the beginning of the episode. We want to make sure that you're listening with a mask on. We want to make sure that everybody's safe out there. Um, so listen, <laughs> this well, is our show. I forgot, in, all over I forgot we're in Michigan. <laughs> we we have two year olds that have to wear masks now in Michigan. Yeah. You gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. Only when you're swimming, though. So uh, listen, we're glad that you uh, tuned in. We're glad that you uh, downloaded the show. Um, this is a great movie. If you haven't seen Baby Driver and it um, is, and you've made it this far, we've spoiled the entire movie for you. It's still flawless. So you should still watch it. You would still enjoy every moment of the movie. So we are done. Uh, you know all of our stuff. You can download the show if you want. You can watch us on YouTube. You know where we are. You can find us. Uh, that's Phil. That's Donnie. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you. Uh, uh, next time. Bye. Bye. On movie squad. 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 Okay. When you're finished with a bowl of cereal, do you This sounds yes. good. I drink the do milk. Do you drink the milk? Of course. Oh heck yeah. Of course. What?
No, come on. You don't drink the milk? No. Are you kidding? Come on. I mean, like, it's just like got like little floaty bits in it. Yeah, that's how you get it all. Oh, my God. Like, if I'm eating Cheerios, you can't get those last 10 Cheerios that are all desperately trying to escape your spoon. So you just drink it, and they come down your throat with them. Yeah. Man, I don't like this conversation. Dude, if you eat cocoa cocoa pebbles, I mean, you're drinking chocolate milk, baby. No. Let me tell you what's in in my cabinet right now. That fruity, no, no, the the fruity pebbles and the the chocolate cocoa pebbles, whatever the crap they're called, it makes you, it makes the milk like, like, like putty. Delicious is what it (laughs) is. Hey, Phil, Phil, before you say anything, before you say anything, let me, because I know what Phil's about to do. Phil does not play around with cereal, bro. He's about to tell you the cereals that he has. This guy doesn't play around. All right. We've cleared them out. So right now, all we have is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Which is uh, amazing. And, and, and the milk is amazing. Yeah. Honey, nut, so honey Nut Cheerios. That's yeah, okay. Which does a good job of flavoring the milk. milk. Gives not that bad. milk just a little bit of a sweetness. True. And then we have Fruity Pebbles with marshmallows. Yes, amazing. Oh my gosh. We had a cereal night at Phil's house uh, <laughs> about a month a month or two ago. And yeah. we bought all that all that junk, oh. man. Uh, we had, at dinner, one point we had like eight brands, eight or ten different cereals in our cabinet. It's crazy. So let me give you Talk some suggestions. Sugar high. Ooh, uh Honeymade makes a s'mores cereal. It is no 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 it's terrible. No no. No, it is not. <laughs> it's uh those little graham i don't know what like uh like uh graham crackers with yep. marshmallows and chocolate puffs it's good it's i had it at your house bomb. it was amazing it's the yeah, Ted I had Lasso two bowls of cereals of um, or the baby driver of cereals depending the on the baby dude. driver of cereals would be fruit loops with marshmallows like mm, i've never had marshmallows that. bro no i've it adds an extra terrible Fruit Loops hey, are say this terrible. About, say this about cereal. It was a fun podcast while it lasted. <laughs> let's be let's be clear that like sugar cereal is like the best kind of dessert there it's is. The only it's, way to eat cereal. No, <laughs> I, I don't eat that in the morning. But like like if I wanted, I I don't eat sugar cereal anymore. But yeah, there's nothing better though than just throwing off all inhibition and just no. being like. I'm going to pour three bowls of Fruity Pebbles right now, and I'm just going to eat all of them. When we're done, I'm going to go eat a bowl of Fruity Pebbles. You're making me want Fruity Pebbles so And we have really, like, deep bowls. It's so No, you do. Oh, gosh. Fruity Pebbles is the best cereal, Chris. No. What's your favorite cereal, Chris? 100%. Okay, so so this is where the conversation is. I need, kick you in the I need, we need to, we need, like, a top three list, okay? (laughs) Okay. We we need your top threes. Are we categorizing them? No, like no, there's just top. Sugar, no, 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 top three cereals. Period. Okay. Full stop. Period. Okay. I'll go first. Are you gonna give go. all three, or are we gonna give one? No, no, we're gonna go. We'll go round robin. All right. Okay. okay. It'll, be, it'll be more fun. Yeah, think about this. Okay. Okay. I'll give Is you in any particular order, or just our favorite three? Because I don't know I, if I can sit down and come up with 
number three, number two, number one. I mean, I'm not going to hold your feet to the fire on this. If you, if you decide tomorrow <laughs> that you actually, that there's a different one that you for should have mentioned, that's fine. I'm not going to stop talking. Can I ask you a question? Sure, please. What brought this on? What kind of personal tragedy did you have in your so, world that so made you ask this question? We were at marriage care and uh, the yeah, entire I knew group. I knew there was a reason. The entire group started talking about drinking the milk in their cereal. And I almost gagged. They're, because because they're I didn't people? think that was a real thing. Do you drink milk normally? <laughs> like, are you averse to drinking milk? I'm not averse to drinking it. I don't like. I don't like walk around with like a milk jug, like like a right. But a you ever wino. go over and pour a glass of milk and drink it just because uh, it's good? It just depends on the occasion. Like like sometimes at night I I like to have like a glass of milk. Yeah, uh, but I don't eat, I don't eat like cookies or anything. I don't like cookies and milk. That's you don't dunk. Thing. You don't dunk your, your oh cookies. Pam. No, there'd be floaty crunchy things. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No. No, we, the other the other day we had donuts, and I look over and my son is <laughs> dipping donut in his milk. I had to. That leave is the, amazing. I had to leave is, the table. What's, what's wrong with? What is wrong with? I you? couldn't eat. You do realize else. the anomaly in this story is you. Chris. I need help. I need you guys to help me make this list back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is so, psychosis. Here we go. I just Top added three. cereal milk. Okay. Top three. You ready? Here's the problem. I don't know the names of cereals. Um, so <laughs> just say it. I'll help you. I'm like Donnie with movies and cereals. I like so Kashi makes this. Nope, you're uh, done. This, this, this list does not matter. You pick the brand Kashi? of it cereal called Kashi. Kashi, you're Kashi a moron. makes this fruit, this like no. fruit filled, <laughs> this fruit filled no. mini wheat, and it's I love it. It's the best. I'll look up the it name and I'll There's a scene you. in the a second that episode is- of Ted Lasso where he pours a shredded wheat like bundle into his yes, bowl. Yes, that's because that's and how they sell like, it in the UK. You want to get breakfast? He's like, no, I just had a shredded wheat. Just yeah, you I just had a piece of shredded wheat. <laughs> yeah, you crunch it up in there. It's like a big old hunk, right? No, it's not like this. They're they're little squares and they're filled with like fruit, like a, like a mixed fruit. You know, like I know what gel. you're talking about. I was talking about we that's number what three. You're talking about that's you're number three. Wasting air. That's number three. Kashi. Right, Donnie. They have their own they have their own section for Kashi in yes. the store, man. Yes. Because no one wants it. In my grocery store, there's a section called uh fun cereal. Ooh. <clears throat> like that. Like that's that's I like that. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. All right, Donnie, what's your number three cereal? Now, again, I'm throwing off all inhibition here. I'm not gonna be like, hey, I I eat You're Cheerios. Not gonna say I, I I like Cheerios. Don't you get me wrong. Kashi. You like Kashi too. But right? On my list of top three, one of them is going to be cinnamon. No, it has to be in order, bro. Number three, cinnamon. So am I going number three? Uh, three. Do you not know how a list works, Donnie? He just made one of your psychoses. I'm working on it right now. I know number one and two, but I'm having trouble to be at the top of the list. I I would okay. I'll tell you my number three. You ready? All right, let's have it. Captain Crunch. Oh my gosh! No, love Donnie, it. Don't do it. The fruit ones. It's the just fruity. like, you like hard, crunch berries. It's like hardened crunch butter. berries. That's what it's called. It's like, like hardened the, like butter. The little, like the little like care. tan pieces with the crunch berries. That's a solid pull. I love crunch. Uh, and crunch you berries. drink the milk after that? Always on every cereal. There's no cereal I don't drink the milk. Okay, You're... Phil, number three. Uh, oh, it's going to surprise you because I've talked almost exclusively about quote fun cereal, uh, but Raisin Bran. Okay, Raisin Bran's good. Okay, Raisin Bran's good. 
That's a good cereal. Which I hated when I was a kid. Now, you do put you put sugar on it? No, no. I don't put sugar on my Honey no. Nut Cheerios either. Well, no, because they're Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh no, I wouldn't do that. You put on regular uh, Cheerios? Uh, I don't have to. Um, I do. I put. I a can't remember the last time I did, but I also so, can't remember the last time I ate regular Cheerios. Okay, Phil, do you drink the milk from Raisin Bran? Can Heck I just yeah. answer this question moving forward? Yeah. Is yes. I always, I will also answer. Always. Yes. Always, Chris, you're disappearing into the blur <laughs> with the Home Depot boxes. So, always, so Chris, always, always. It's not, I always drink the milk. Okay. You are in a group of people. Yes. What, what group was this? Marriage care. Okay. So, it's like a kind of a, like a counseling or a kind of a support group. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Sort yeah, of sure, thing. Sure. Sure. Married people. Yeah. Just, just, okay. Supporting each other. Whatever. Yeah. Just yeah. support each other. Yes. But you in this group are the only one that doesn't drink the milk and you think everyone else is crazy. Yes. I okay, think that I that's established. Sure yeah. Crazy okay. people Carry always on. think normal people are crazy. What's your number two, Chris? I think, I think so. I think so. Give us um, number two. So number two is po- made by post. Oh my gosh. You're killing me already. It's, it's honeycomb. Okay. Oh no! Don't at me. Never honeycombs for that. Honeycombs. <laughs> what? It's not good. It's, it's not good. Fantastic. I imagine they taste like kicks. That's you like, like kicks, my. Chris? Uh, no, not not necessarily. Um, it's bland. <laughs> honeycomb is bland. Honeycomb is great. Okay. That's Do you like my, alphabets. That, you eat alphabets. The, the honeycomb is like my splurge, just like my splurge cereal. Gosh, that's awful. It's awful. All right. Donnie, number two. Number two, cinnamon toast crunch. Or crap, how did I leave <laughs> cocoa pebbles off this list? <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch. Cinnamon it's toast crunch so number good. two. Okay. Now and it's I w- a freaking sugar rush, man. Now that cereal is pure sugar. I will say as a teenager, not a huge fan. As a teenager, like that was my it feels yeah. like scabs in your mouth. Yes. Like you picked a scab. What, and what's get, not to ah, like? Come on. And it gets like like one of those really yellowy pussy texture, scabs. Man. Texture. You shake it off. Not good. You put it on your tongue. I'm a big yeah. texture guy. I like, I like that texture. Um, I did eat a lot of cinnamon toast crunch when I was a teenager. It, it was probably my favorite. But um, but yeah, I haven't had it in a while. The last time I did have it, it was just, it, it, it like burned my throat. So um, it's just way too sweet. I can't do that. Um. All right, cinnamon toast crunch. Phil, what you got? Number two. You know this is tough. <laughs> um, but I am. Oh, this is a toss up. But I was. I'm gonna pick. Even though it's a newer cereal to me, it's this good. I'm going with the s'more cereal. Oh my gosh, it is good. Ooh, it's an good outsider, cereal. man. That's, it's uh, oh, that's hard. It's it's the gram. It's the chocolate. It's the marshmallow. I love a marshmallow in my cereal. Oh my gosh, I love a marshmallow in in my mouth. You sound like ham from the Sandlot. You take <laughs> the s'more, you the, yeah. the gram. But it's not like a it's not like a marshmallow like like a soft marshmallow, Chris. It's like a cereal. Yeah, it's the hard crunchy it's ones. Hard, yeah, crunchy which are even worse. Soften up a little in the cereal. They're fantastic. And you drink that milk too? I already told you. <sighs> Gum it. It is a fruitless Stop being question. A- Okay. You're not going to get a different answer. All right, number one for, for me has always been, <laughs> will always be. Oh boy, honey nut Cheerios. No, honey nut Cheerios. Oh, okay. Honey nut Cheerios are the classic. goat, the best like... cereal of all time. Period. Full stop. The end. 
Okay. That is not debatable. They are the baby driver of cereal. Hmm. Okay. My number one is wrong. Fruity Pebbles. Oh my it. gosh. Don't. Holy mother. Now keep it keep in mind again, <laughs> I don't have any of these cereals in my house. I would never at this point buy them. But if why. I was gonna go on a splurge, these are my cereals. But Fruity I mean pebbles, cinnamon toast crunch, and then Captain Crunch Berries, followed closely by any kind of cocoa, probably cocoa pebbles would be but, better. But don't, don't runner you up, feel like pebbles. Yeah, it's my runner up. Don't you feel like you're just eating like fish Sugar. gravel yeah no if it doesn't matter gravel it tasted good. like that i would have a fish tank in my house <laughs> i would break my teeth on it all day long if it tasted that good that yes, is terrible and that that stuff it just becomes like like a, a solid glob of disgust <laughs> that cereal You're dumb okay fruity pebbles is definitely out no pebbles at all is is a thing i, pebble. I love a pebble. i can i can slightly do like a like a cocoa crispy i can stop I can talking slightly, about her i'm gonna drive to your house and get some i can slightly do cocoa crispies but i can't <laughs> do pebbles pebbles are out all right phil what's number one fruit loops with marshmallows oh my gosh Ooh, good choice fruit they're loops so good let me tell you why cereal i like i i would only eat um uh what is uh lucky charms because of the Ooh. marshmallows but i hated also good. the 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 regular part oh that's the only part i liked and so when they came out with fruit loops with marshmallows it was like holy crap because i will say chris this is, fruit loops chris is like 12 chris is 12 years old eating the fiber yeah he's like, an idiot i i need some regularity in my diet fruit loops take the marshmallows, marshmallows out mom gets a little bland but with marshmallows, it's all, it's a difference maker. We no, buy the large family, like the biggest box they make, sometimes two at a time. 